Hey listeners, it's Katie. Dominic is away this week. Uh, He's singing in the middle of nowhere. So instead of our usual show, we wanted to bring you some voice messages from friends and friends of friends in Ukraine. Not many of you will know this, but this podcast was actually born from a series of voice memos, a long exchange of WhatsApp voice messages between Dominic and me trying to work out how to make a podcast about Europe. And we still use voice notes fairly often in our team to share our thoughts and feelings about all kinds of things between Paris and Amsterdam and Warsaw. It can be comforting sometimes to hear a friend's voice instead of just reading their words on a screen. So this week, you're going to hear from a few different people who sent us voice notes via Telegram and WhatsApp from different parts of Ukraine. Vladimir was a film producer until recently. He's now fighting outside Kiev. The same goes for Yuri, a journalist who suddenly found himself trying to adapt to life as a soldier. You're also going to hear from Daria. She's 25. She works in marketing. She lives in Kharkiv, a city that lots of people have left because of terrible fighting there. Daria is still there for now. There's Anna, a human resources manager, and Andrew, a musician. They are people our own age who woke up one morning to find that their lives have been turned upside down. So you're going to hear a few different voices. It is a snapshot of a few people's lives right now and their thoughts and feelings about what's happening. That's it for me. I'll be back at the end with a little update about what's coming up over the next couple of weeks. Hello, my name is Vladimir Yatsenka. I was a film producer. Uh, My film was in Cannes, in Venice, in San Sebastian and other international big film festivals. And um, (laughs) I was quite successful in that. My name is Yuri Matsarsky. Two weeks ago, I left uh, all my jobs and became a soldier. I volunteered. My name is Andrew. I'm a musician and a music digital marketer. Uh, Before the war, I was mostly doing my thing but since everything went upside down, I'm currently trying to take my part in everything in order to support Ukraine. But let me tell you everything from the very beginning. Well, uh, our morning started not with coffee, On 24th of February, we woke up because of three loud explosions that were spreading across the whole Kyiv. Basically, everyone in Ukraine woke up due to the same reason. The war has begun. Russia invaded Ukraine. Before everything started, we heard about the plans of Putin to invade like a thousand times, but nobody could actually believe this would gonna happen because it was just too insane to imagine and turned out the Russian government was absolutely that insane. The heart just jumped out of my chest. I immediately ran with my family to the restroom as a shelter. My fingers trembled and I've heard my heart beating. Lots of people from my district were running with suitcases and driving away, but we decided to stay. Next night was sleepless. 
at 4 a.m. in the morning, we heard fighter plane flying above our house and then loud squeak from the air defense and explosion right next to us. Since that day, we slept in the shelter every night. My friend called me. It was like around 5 in the morning and he told me that the war started. I couldn't believe that it's actually happening. Uh, it took me some time to just realize this is actually the new reality. Every morning when I waking up, I, I'm, you know, I'm wondering where I am, what I'm doing here, because uh, I'm almost an old person. I'm more than 40 years old, and uh, you know, it's. <laughs> My life changed completely two weeks ago, so I don't have uh, my own flat, I don't have my own bed right now. I'm sleeping in the barracks, you know, uh, on the floor. So every time I, uh, I'm waking up, I'm, I'm trying to understand where I am, what I'm doing here. But um, in a few seconds, I can... Um, uh, I discovered my my assault rifle near near the place where I sleep, and I and I'm telling to myself, oh, okay, I'm a soldier now. I need to wake up and protect my country. Now I remember with some sadness and a bit of humor how the evening before the Russian attack, I couldn't choose which series to watch on Netflix. Yeah, I missed my peaceful life and the problems I had. We understood that we don't want to stay each night in the shelter. We don't want to shake with every sound, so we decided to relocate. It was quite difficult 18 hours, but as of now, we are staying safe and sound, and we even try to work remotely. But of course, our hearts are still with um, Central and Eastern Ukraine, and we hope that it will end up soon. So now I'm in Kyiv and we are preparing our city for the final defense, for the final battle with the Russians, because for them the city means a lot. I don't know why, but they think that if they capture it, they will overcome and they will, uh, you know, enslave us. But it's not true. We will fight to the last Ukrainian soldier, because we don't want to be enslaved in the 21st century. It's insane, but the problem is that for this 24 years which Putin takes the power in Russia, they became a real fascist regime. And they just want to build the empire despite all the obstacles and despite all the willingness of the other nations to be part of this empire. And this is our biggest issues. I see from my friends and I feel by myself how they have already grown old uh, in these two weeks. I mean, like, we are aging. You know, we are fighting not only for our homeland, we are fighting not only for our own freedom or our own independence. We are fighting for a civilization. This is a war against civilization. Putin started undeclared and unprovoked war against the modern democratic liberal values. Apartment buildings, schools, kindergartens, hospitals, I mean, all peaceful and uh, civilian areas. This is the genocide of the Ukrainian people who simply wanted a better life, a European future with their values. It's not 
our small problem a big problem it's a big problem of whole world whole free world because if we fall the next gonna be you time is everything for us time is everything for ukraine because every hour there are more and more dead ukrainians under russian rocket fire i think you need to establish a no-fly zone over ukraine scared to say it but most of us are used to living under constant sirens we already distinguish the volleys of various weapons and the flight of various missiles over our heads um, did they want to get this kind of skill? No. I really think that right now Ukraine needs more weapon. NATO needs to close the sky over Ukraine. I really enjoy seeing so many beautiful people around the world supporting Ukraine, so many countries. But I think it still isn't enough to stop Putin. It's pretty obvious that he wants to go further. He doesn't want to stop with Ukraine. Right now, this isn't a war between two countries. It's a war between two worlds, the free one and the authoritarian one. On my own behalf, I want to thank people around the globe for your support, for all the kind words that you say and write, for all the help that you send, for going to rallies in support. Thank you, guys. We need tools to fight. We need tools to protect ourselves. This is all we need. And we're really grateful to you for any kind of support. Thank you and big hugs from all the Ukrainian nation. I would like to have a more pleasant reason to talk to you next time. Yeah, stay safe. Huge thanks go to Daria Brachta, Andrew Kovalov, Yuri Matsarsky, Anna Tolstaya, and Vladimir Yatsenko for sharing their thoughts with us. In the show notes, you will find a link to the Red Cross Emergency Appeal. They are providing essential humanitarian aid to Ukraine right now, including food and medical supplies. If you have any spare cash right now, please do send it their way. This episode was produced by me and Wojciech Alexiak, with sound design by Wojciech and editorial help from Katz Laszlo. Music was by Jazz Bospolita. Dominic is still away for another couple of weeks, but don't worry, we will still be in your feeds. We have some special episodes coming up, delving into our recent history in Sicily and in Romania. Just before we go, I wanted to say a huge thank you to the latest people to support this podcast with donations via Patreon so that we can keep making it. Thank you so much to Gaz Evans, Lord Joanny, Tara Merrigan, Amalia Aletia M, Zachary Whiteley, Anne Sophie Brandt, Tristan West, Jude Dinnerly, and Davide Elbogasto for increasing his pledge. This podcast is part of the Are We Europe audio family. You can find more Continental podcasts in the link in the show notes. See you next week.